Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. You should now be able to hear everyone else. Sorry about that. Do I need to go over a brief version of the summary or no? You can just start from where you were at a second ago. Okay. Having awakened from a mutual daydream about the bloody barber lackeys, um, the group has arrived at the house of Elry Devrin. Um, Everyone needs to at some point put their names in their roll twenty names. Relnor, you you probably are most familiar with Kelry. She is a local scholar and noble who lives in the nicer part of this city. Um, the rest of you have had some level of dealings with her, or learned that she is sort of calling upon a group. Um, as you sort of knock, um, as one of you goes to knock on the door, um, a woman with windswept hair um, and a sort of very bookish and physically inept um, demeanor opens the door. It's good of you to join us. Same um, demeanor I have. <laughs> thank, you, thank you all for coming. Uh, come in, come in. Um, she brings you into a small sitting room um, where or I think the first thing a lot of you would notice, aside from the fact that Tiger has followed you into the house, um, is, is there's sitting sort of in one corner upon a chair that they have turned into... Have you ever seen, or as a kid, did you ever make those like forts out of all of the pillows and all of the blankets. Yes. Yes. Yep. There is a small goblin in within in a fort of pillows and blankets who who eyes you. Kelry doesn't seem particularly worried about or uncomfortable with the goblin woman. Um, come have a seat uh, wherever 
many of the uh, more upholstered chairs have had their cushions removed for this fortress, but there's other, there's dining room tables set around. Um, there's a breeze, there's, there's about a, a, a beat that passes before uh, uh, Gunford's like, are we just not going to talk about this? I, I will, I will explain in a moment. Um, refreshments, anyone? Yes, she please. gestures sort of to her maid. I will take whatever's offered. Yep. Something strong. Water, please. Yeah, I'm with the other guy. Something strong. And Rimnell kind of walks over and climbs into one of the chairs. Mm-hmm. I will sit on a chair that is that does not have a cushion, as if that does not bother me at all. <laughs> as if. <laughs> I will sit on a chair that does not have a cushion and it does not bother me at all. <laughs> Gunford should, stands. As the drinks are sort of brought back in, I should, I suppose, begin with my circumstance. I am set to, in seven days' time, him head out to a small old village that is just starting and is consecrating its temple. Um... And I was to take a family heirloom, the Star of Desna, with with me to have it consecrated alongside the temple um, in the city of Sandpoint, because the city does have a name. Um, And (laughs) while I was there, I was... Well, I... I went down into storage to retrieve the artifact. It's an heirloom, but I don't wear it or regularly. Um, I discovered my storeroom sacked um, with a large hole in the floor and wall of the room. I was, well, um, that's where I met, attacked, um, met, person whose name really should be highlighted. Good job, GM. Tilka. I he discovered her hiding in my room and we uh came to an understanding that uh Tilka, I think this is more your story than mine. Um the goblin sorry licks her lips, looks at you. Ah, Talca, his tribe stole the things, stole the gigander, and, but bad new boss, the the new one is, the new leader, Dracus, is is bad, and, and so Talga and the others tried to rebel, tried to fight and run away because this, and, and we were on a raid, so we fought and tried to run away, and everyone died, and Talga hid, and... Miss Kelry wants, wants the, the things we took back, and so um, Talga can give you a map. Talga doesn't want to go back to the bad new vampire boss, us, man. Um, but can tell you what what is in 
Mudchure, Mudchure home, Talga's old home. So right. if I'm understanding this correctly, we're to recover stolen items from your home, as I indicated in the goblin. Bad new vampire uh, sprata has to who sewer home from there we dug dug a lot and sewers and took things from oh, home, like this one home. Wait, 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 run me by this again? It's a vampire boss. I do feel like Lee got buried a little bit there. <laughs> Dracus is bad. Dracus drinks the goblins. Dracus is vampire. Hobgoblin. A vampire hobgoblin. There Fucking are blood bodies. Bloodless. Sorry, that was the GM. There are bloodless bodies to remind everyone to not be bad and betray Dracus. Right. All right. Then any. So, do we have that drink now? It, yeah, the maid has brought you your drinks. I like to think that Rimnal has finished his. <laughs> Just asking, anyways, with an empty cup. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah, no. Gunford we got it was like clang. Yeah, yeah. Refilled me now. Gorgonash um, go and get you more drinks. Um Gorgonash doing the very tea ceremony thing of just kind of cupping the cupping the, the glass of water that he's got with, with both hands and just slowly taking a sip. I have a wine I have a I have a fluid of wine that I haven't touched. Um uh, so, she... mm. Fuck it. Okay. Vampire Hobgoblin. Goblin Tribe. How many are we talking about here? Counts on our fingers. Less than many. Two. Less than many. Mudchewers <laughs> were a big tribe, but we keep dying because Dracus is. Because you have a vampire leading you. And vampires get hungry. Elden. Where is their old home? Down in sewers. I can draw you a map. That would be great. Tarag save us. Oh, good. Sewers, too. This just gets better and better. All right. Mm. Go through, go down, 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 dug hole into sewers into into new old home. And what else is down there other than goblins and a vampire? Sewer things, sewer things. Um, there's. There's lots of things that the sewer or has that that's not bad. The vampire's bad. Um, duh, there's when we say there's sewer a big thing. mushroom. There's a big mushroom. That's yeah. It's like ooh, mushrooms. Mushroom. 
Let's All right. See. Let's put a pin in that for a moment. When we say sewer things, are we talking like, you know, sewage and rats? Or are we talking like big alligators? What sewers have you been in that have giant alligators? Look, I'm saying there's some weird shit in sewers. And I ain't just talking about the shit. Middle things. Middle things. The Bigger things than rats, less than alligators. Okay. Anything like traps? Check this adventure for alligators because I don't think I saw it, any. <laughs> Anything like traps or that kind of thing? Um. Hidden alcoves? The goblin, our den, um, not living room, but den has secret trap and and secret treasure. Okay. Dracus doesn't know about the secret treasure. The secret treasure is goblin treasure. On the map, could you show I, us where the trap is? I think you used the wrong tense there, goblin. Which part of it was confusing to... So, you guys should now be able to see a map, which let's assume is crudely drawn. All right. Rather than very well drawn, <laughs> yeah. We will assume... Um, I was going to make a cartoony version, but I decided it was better to do this. Um, okay. Okay. Um, goblin home here. Okay. There secret goblin treasure here. There are trap here. Pointing to the same room over and over right. again. So, right. This so, is living room. So where's the living room? Uh, ping. The big long one on the left. Okay, like this space. Here, this one. Yeah, that one. That might That's be a clearer room. way of pointing, actually. Right. All right, so let's circle around back to this giant <laughs> mushroom business. The mushroom's icky. We have to eat the mushroom to feel sad and do what Dracus says. That just said that, a lot and that, so little at the same does time. Does that mean anything to me? I was going to say, can that, I get a nature roll off that? I feel like yes, but let or, me check which which role that's supposed to be. Or occultism, or I have all the knowledge. Or an arcana. Yeah, give me half a second, but I understand what you are asking for, and the answer is yes, you can roll about it. Okay. Uh, roll a thing. <laughs> roll a thing. The best part is my knowledge is dubious. <laughs> Depending on what it is, and um, well, I mean, what, psychedelic I mean, mushrooms? Can I? <laughs> if okay. I fail um, the roll, I get I still get two pieces of information. One is true, one is false, and I don't get to know which is which. So there's a nature check. Um, it's. Yeah, I'm just going to modify the DC because you're not actually looking at it right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, nature would be the correct check to identify 
go. Make a nature check. That's an have 11 a, for me. I have a plus four. That is a natural 20. <laughs> that is an eight. Okay. With a plus so with, four. With an 11, um, Relnor, you're not entirely sure. That obviously, mushrooms can do things. But that's about all you know. Some sort of thing-doing mushroom. Or a mushroom that just tastes bad. It's also possible that this goblin ate a bad mushroom because <laughs> and doesn't like the taste, so felt sad. Some sort of potentially thing-doing <laughs> mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Velnor. Wait. Velnor just went. Gunford. Yes. You know... Um, that mushrooms can uh let me check the you you have remind me what that does so with my feet even if i fail a recall knowledge check Mm -hmm. i get two pieces of information one of them is true one of them is not, and I don't get to know which is which. Do they have to be about the thing you're trying to recall knowledge about? Ah, uh, the book is not specific on that. Hold on, just <laughs> I feel like it's fair to say that they are, but um, okay, specifically, uh, you're a trove of information, but not all of it is from reputable sources. When you fail a recall knowledge check using any skill that has that action. You learn one bit of true knowledge and one bit of erroneous knowledge, but you don't have any way to differentiate which is which. Okay. That's the entire text. You know that... Um, let's see. As the DM thinks of what will be the truth and what will be the lie. <laughs> yeah, kind of, and also reads it over, so I'm sure I get these things somewhat in order. You know that most sporish mushrooms of the variety that would be talked about would have specific interactions with fire damage. And you know that at um, these kinds of sporish mushrooms regenerate. You don't know which of those things is accurate, but they're both. I mean, as far as I know, they might both be accurate. In <laughs> yeah, in character, they might both be accurate. Um, feel like that's a fair thing. Um, yeah, with no, a critical legit. success, Ribnell, um, you are familiar with mind fog fungus for reasons that kind of make sense given your profession. Um, mind fog fungus can make people very easy to control and bully, especially if if they consume it. The spores are also somewhat ambient in a place where it grows. Um, it's challenging, but not impossible to stop the spores from emitting and traverse safely past such plants. Is there anything else specific you would be looking to know? Um, not really. Not beyond no. that. Just yeah. What so, they are. So that's what it reads to you as. Okay. Um, so where in where on this crudely drawn map is the is this 
we're big old, the big old fungal forest. Sad trip. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad trip. It's a sad trip. The sad trip. Oh, believe me. I mean, I feel like trip, it's a bit of both, but a sad trip is usually also a bad trip. Yeah. This one. Okay. Okay. So it's um, stay the fuck there. away from there. Got it. Any you good with fire? I pull out a <laughs> I pull out a torch. <laughs> I've got a candle. Good with fire. I'm particularly efficient at lighting a torch, yes. Right. Avoid that room. All right, got it. Aside from that, no, I'm not. There aren't a whole lot of fire spells at low level. All right, so what kind of resistance are we going to be looking at in the living room? I know a lot of mud chewers are gone, but the ones who are left are the ones that that do everything Dracus says, because everyone who disobeyed is dead and dead gone. Dead is gone. Dead's not fighting. Right. Um, no. In most cases, you're not fighting after you've died. But not in mm. all cases. As I mean, we are talking about a vampire. vampire yes. That seems so, to scare her. Congratulations. So um, what you're saying is perhaps you're not necessarily incredibly attached to these people that are remaining. They were tribe, but Talga understands that stopping is stopping them is important and as long as Dracus is alive, they won't stop. Doing what Dracus says. Rock on. I think that's enough. Big trap in the big trap in the den. Treasure in the den. Where's Dracus? On I say indicating the map. Typically. Typically. Um. <laughs> the NPC leader stays in this one position always. Dracus can move. Just walks back and forth by about ten feet. Dracus is usually past here. Talga doesn't know what's back here. I think you can see that there's a doorway after which there's a fog gate. Yeah, yeah. doorway there. Yeah. After which there is a fog gate. The fog gate to the boss battle room. Sorry, Wait. that was unintentional, but not inaccurate. Um. Alright, I got one more question for you. Uh, uh, um, okay. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to your name. I'm just going to call you Greenie. Um, <laughs> she seems to accept that. The half-orc turns. Don't even get me started <laughs> on you. Um, so this sewer, I realize that sewers are sewers, but some sewers smell worse than other sewers. <laughs> How bad is this particular reek? Bad. Very, very bad. Can I get? I look at at, at our benefactor. Can I get some tiger-sized nose plugs? Because Bitey is not going to be happy otherwise. 
just put a mask over his oh, face. It's, it's very interesting. I don't know where I'd acquire such a thing. Uh, do you have any? Do you have? Do you have? Do you have any? Like, doilies. Doilies will work. I am. Yes, I, I have some doilies. I also believe, uh, Talga, from what you've told me, that you'll be traveling through the sewer to get there. Right. Yeah. This, this seems to be some other structure. I mean, that's good. That means that once we get out of the sewers, I can take I, I can I can take the doilies out, and then Spidey, you you're awesome. Uh, sort of gestures to the poor maid who's sort of been refilling your glasses, and I am fascinated to learn what a smell that a goblin says is bad smells like. Yeah, I am not fascinated. I am dreading. And during this time, Ribnell's like ordering, keeps asking for more drinks. He drinks part of it and he's pouring part, the other part into a wineskin. Should we describe ourselves for the audience at some point, by the yeah, way? At no, that's some point we should probably do character introductions. <laughs> Sorry. As you're sitting around this room, why don't you describe what you're doing and what you look like? Uh, starting with Ribnell. Um,. Um, Ribnell Thibblestep. He's a gnomish alchemist. So he's got all kinds of acrimant bottles, decanters, things like that strapped around him, hanging off of his backpack. He's uh, short, just barely above three feet tall, uh, slight beard, white hair. And yeah, he's been ordering a lot of drinks. Okay. Okay. Gorgonash. Um, so, uh, wearing most of what was previously w- before he had come to this place, um, a set of very simple crimson robes, uh, having now disrobed most of the upper body just because of the uncomfortable heat relative to the frozen climbs that he is used to, um, uh, is this sort of very tall, very muscular half-orc with this sort of vibrant green complexion, long black hair, sort of tied back into a large ponytail with red cloth and a pair of sort of bone bracers uh, with his sort of like li- slightly lighter breeches and leather boots with tattoos all across his torso and just sort of slowly sipping up this 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 small glass of water okay. is Gorgonash. Melnor. Melnor stands at about five foot eight. Uh, uh, has shaggy black hair that sort of hangs down to about chin, sort of jawline level. Um, which covers the slightly rounded and slightly elongated tips half-elven ears looks mostly human for a half-elf like a very lithe and lean human uh wears a long sort of uh dark blue almost black coat um as opposed to robes that mages typically wear um with a black tunic a very very a very well made but simple black tunic pants and boots uh Kitted, kitted like sort of the 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 very typical adventure scholar with a bag that's that emanates uh, the smell of ink and and thesis papers, uh, several daggers sort of on his belt, um, 
has a wine glass that he hasn't touched, just sort of sitting there with a vaguely faraway look on his face at almost. Oh. My hope. Um... And Gunford. <laughs> oh, yes. And Gunford, who. <laughs> yes. I totally. Tell good. Yeah. So Gunford, as you as you might have guessed, is a dwarf. Um, a pretty pretty standard height, like like, like a little bit over four feet. Um, has sort of a blonde coloring in his blonde coloring to 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 hair and beard that looks like it's going it's going gray early. Um. And he he just has a general demeanor about himself of, you know, like the the stereo sort of the, sort of the quintessential like almost private eye who's just like gets up, rolls out of bed, grabs a glass of something for to 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 start his day so he can deal with his opening mornings of consciousness. He's got that sort of feel to him. Um, he he's a little grizzled, um, uh, dressed in studded leather, has a crossbow on his back, um, uh, two two hammers, and a um, two hammers, and I believe it was a war hammer uh, uh, on his belt. Yep. Um, and just has a look of far older than he actually is in his eyes and a a a, a sitting next to him far more well behaved than he is is a orange and black striped tiger who is bigger than him and he's been he's been matching Ribnell drink for drink. Okay. Except where Ribnell's pouring them into a flask, he's pouring them into himself. Yes. All right. Cool. So, um, at this point, Calvary will speak up. Um, feel free to stay as long as you need to prepare. I'm sure Talga can let you know any details you want to ask her. Um, my hope is that you'll be able to retrieve if, um, the star, which has a full name, within seven days, as that's when I'm set to head off, off to have it consecrated. Um, uh, anything that we need to know in particular about the star? Have I seen it before? Uh, you probably have not seen it before, as it is not something she yeah. takes out of storage. What look like? Gonna yeah. go do holy ritual stuff? Identifying marks, uh, general, general, you know, uh, general look, um, whether we'll be stricken dead if we touch it, that sort of thing. And did they take anything else? No, it's unspecifically a family heirloom and as far as I can tell, does not have any curses or special effects on it other than that someone wants to consecrate it. This information will be edited by your GM if they fail to read something later. Yeah, then just 
a standard description. Yeah, yeah. you receive one. Cool. Did they take anything else? Uh, basically anything that was of reason. Not nailed down. Carried, yes. Um, as you'll see when you head down there, the basement is entirely trashed. Some from the raiding and presumably some from Talga's fight with... Uh, Do we get a bonus if we return the silverware too? I'm sure that I and the other townsfolks and friends of mine that I know have been robbed would be quite, quite grateful if everything was returned, yes. Well then, let's go ahead and get on our way. I think we've got everything we need. Okay. I do. Okay. Yep. Unless any of you have more questions. You head down through the basement and following Talga's instruction and through the sewers. The sewers themselves are. Oh, did I get the doily? Let's... Yeah. <laughs> did I get Sorry. the doily? Yes, you get the doilies. Okay. But he is very not happy about having a doily stuffed in, <laughs> it, in his nose. But, you know. I feel like that has been glossed it. over. Bitey is the tiger. Bitey is the tiger, yes. Um, I'm not in the front. What are you doing? Okay, yeah, you're do free to move yourselves around. I copy pasted you no, from no, the no. other. No, no, that, that's that's fine. Gun also, be sure your up. hit points are restored to maximum as you have not fought anything. You just hallucinated that. Um, Ribnell basically take out of his alchemy kit whatever he uses when he's mixing noxious things. He puts that mask on. Uh, you arrive eventually at, at an entrance that might actually have some box text to it. Along the way, I will make any introductions yes. that have not been made previously before the story oh. began. Yeah, I was a little unclear on who knew each other, but now you all roughly know each other. And at this point, I'm going to say everyone just name your class for the audience. I feel like most of them are obvious, but... Oh. I am a half-orc monk. I am a half-elf imperial sorcerer. I'm a gnomish alchemist. Hold on. Swallowing. <laughs> uh, I am a ancient-blooded dwarf ranger. Right. nor weave. I feel like the person who is least familiar with the party as a whole is probably Gorgonash being from a completely different region of the world and the Pathfinder Society. Yeah, yeah. like Gunford You, you were kind of on hire as compared to the rest of these people who just knew her. Um, Gunford, I don't imagine Gunford hanging with Railnor much. <laughs> I mean, unless you need a thesis paper written. All right, fuckers, let's get to it. This shit isn't going to rescue itself. Uh, the shit isn't what we're here to rescue. It's more valuable items that have been stolen from... I believe that was an expression. Oh, I know. I just like being pedantic when people say things like that. Yeah, you and me are going to get along great. I tend to get along with most people. I don't believe you. You know a lot of pushovers. The charred tunnel entrance on this northern side of the cistern 
I guess you're coming north from where you were, right. what it's supposed to mean, um, is the primary entrance to the Ashen Odyssey, who, whose name you probably were supposed to find out from one of them. Yeah. Um, oops. There's the clear evidence of a, a fire, perhaps, perhaps a few years ago. Oh. Oh, that chars even this external area that you're entering through. Um, there is slimy small pools but it, of, of water as you walk into this area, but it doesn't seem that, that um, this area has for quite a while contained actual sewer water. What's the, temp- right. what's the temperature like down here? <laughs> it's not hot or boiling but there is the unpleasant chill of this is of the underground and more so of sewage who does and doesn't have dark vision to what extent that i was literally just about to ask that i have low light vision i also have low light vision i have full-on dark vision and bitey has low light vision and scent fair enough um, Which is an actual thing so in This area is completely dark. Uh, I assume you've been using a torch to navigate through the sewers. Would you like to continue doing that? And what would you like to do as you enter the so first So Gunford pa- holds the hands really quick. Hold on, let me check. And takes the torch that he's been using. Mm-hmm. Assuming somebody else. Well, let's be honest. Whether somebody else has one or not. Uh and Ribnell jabs it down into answer. the slimy water just to test something. Okay. Uh, I have a ho- I have a lantern as well. Ribnell yeah. be using a lantern. Me... Uh, which which slimy water do you jab it into? Uh, he is taking a step forward, so over to this, and like he, he he's very he like gestures to sort of. Mm-hmm. And Bitey takes yeah. a step back. As you're as you're sort of walking along, you generally spot you spot bits of bone and food scraps and general detritus and trash. Uh, and you're jamming a I, I don't even know what kind of thing that is because this is a new system. As you um jab your torch down in i'm gonna say it does go out but do i hear any sounds of pain or a reaction that is different than what water would do does the water reach out and grab definitely do as is a glob of ooze i swear I fully expected the torch to just go out. As a glob of ooze, I'm going to say was actually right on that spot because it's dramatically appropriate. Sweet. Slides up. And we're going to roll initiative. Gunford's only response as he sees the cup of <laughs> is, oh, you motherfucker. Um, Did you know that would work? I don't trust slimy water. That's all I'm going to say. Relnor will remember this. 
going to delete Heidi because Heidi doesn't actually have an initiative. Yep. And everyone roll, I believe. Heidi also seems to have an no exposed skeleton. No one said they were doing anything specific before combat started, so I'm going to say everyone's going to roll perception. I oh. rolled an 18, which makes it 20. I rolled a I... 2, so that makes it a 4. <laughs> Guys. I rolled an 11, that makes it a 13. <laughs> That was a natural 20 on its behalf. Sweet! <laughs> How's its perception modifier? <laughs> I say. Is... Oh, it doesn't use perception because it was hiding. Ah. How is whatever modifier it was using? Probably pretty good. Very six. Good. good to know. <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. I'm not right next to it. fuck's sake. I closed the bestiary while I was doing the prep fight, didn't I? My bad. Time to fight the ooze. I'm yep. I'm gonna save that for when we... Because I only have three spells. I mean, you have several days if you want them. Um... You also have cantrips. GM talk for you might not want to deal with this entire dungeon without a rest. Yeah, I do. I also have cantrips. Use the cantrips to find out what I need to, what I should be. All right. Cool. My bad. There we go. Um, also, because the flavor is hilarious and not necessarily relevant, it has a minus three to self unless it's in sewers, in which case it gets a plus six. <laughs> it nice. would be really obvious if it wasn't in a sewer. Um, I love that that worked. I legitimately thought, thought it was going to be a great moment of, why did you just put out the torch? Because you can never tell with slimy water. <laughs> and then two steps later, a slime pops up. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay. In this case, it... Um, yeah, no, no, I love this. Yeah. But it's going first, so it gets its three actions. Um, Sweet! First... Slap, slap, slap. Come at me, bro! Um. Yeah, everything's within 20 feet. Um. So, I'm going to ask everyone to make me a Reflex save. Okay. Oh, I'm not terrible at those. That's not my best. <laughs> it's actually my worst save. Actually, it's, ah. e it's equal to my best, actually. I I'm good at all the saves. We that know. would be a 23. That is uh, a critical success. I got a 22. I have a 20 total. Critical success. I rolled an critical eight. success. I rolled an 18. <laughs> 18 is still a success. It is not a critical success. <laughs> All of you are fine. Uh, oh. <laughs> Bitey also needs to make this roll. Oh, yes, yes. Bitey, Bitey. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, um, hold on just a second here. It is proficiency. Why is it? Okay, uh, so he gets plus three. 
14? A 14 is not a success. Sorry. Of course, Bitey got fucked up. As Bitey dies. All of you sort of brace and kind of jump out of the way. This, this glob of muck and mess with bits of the various decomposing things on it spews out oh, its, its disgusting filth wave. Um, all of you manage to get out of the way, and as you look around to see how your companions have done, Bitey is covered in muck um, and is hampered 10 feet which means that by movement speed is reduced by 10 feet until um, the condition is removed. Um, an affected creature can clean off the muck with an interact, reducing the condition by five feet with each action. Um, Bitey also takes two points of poison, or acid, sorry, of acid damage from this. The rest Ow. of you are completely fine. Uh, Belnor, you feel like you cut it a bit closer than the rest of the group, but you're all good. I ducked just in time as it sneezed. There was everyone else who was just like already out of the way. Yeah. Um, um, what's the demarcation line of critical success and critical failure? Criticals. So whatever the DC is, five more than that is a critical success, or a natural 20 is always a critical success. And then I assume the reverse is true for critical failure? The reverse is true for critical failures. Okay. Cool. Um, Bitey did not critically fail. And not everything has a critical failure outcome. Yeah. For example, yeah. this doesn't get worse on a critical failure. Cool. Um, yeah. So, that's its first action. With its second action, it's going to make a melee attack against the guy who just stabbed it with some fire. <laughs> Whenever an ooze attacks, I know that like, they have like pseudopods that they can just lash out with, but I, whenever an ooze attacks in any game, I am now forever imagining the Dark Souls oozes that just like rise up We're for a minute and then shoot. We're not using this dice anymore because I think it might be cursed against you guys. Did it crit um, on me? Yeah, that's the same thing crit on you during the playtest, which is why I'm not using it anymore. Sweet, <laughs> no, no, keep it up. I've got healing potions. Not all of us want to die, Jeremy. <laughs> so, yeah, you... I may use it again later because it's a very pretty die, but I don't want to kill you with the first encounter. Um, I mean, so we would take... learn something important. So far, I've rolled a 20 well, and a only my damage dice don't like me. <laughs> you take a total of four bludgeoning damage and um, six acid damage as as this creature flings a pseudopod off of itself. Wow. Slaps onto you. Oh, I mean, I, mean I, know the, I know the dwarf has a ton of hit points, but that's half of my hit that points. Was, that's slimy. more yeah. than half yeah. of my hit points. That was a fairly successful crit. That was almost half my crit. Your first level of characters. Yes. Oh, no, that's, fu yeah. that's fucking fine. My next character is going to be a druid. <laughs> <laughs> it is worth keeping that in mind. Um, yeah. Next character is going to be a fighter. Um, and I'm not you even thinking. What? And if I right survive, if, if Bidey survives and I don't, Bidey becomes the druid companion. Sure. Um, 
It is mindless, so it's actually going to make another melee attack at you with the penalty. Sweet. Minus five. Roll another crit. I believe a eight, a nine misses you, correct? A nine does miss me, correct. Okay, you are fine. As the second pseudopod, you're prepared for it this time and just duck. Um, it's not that hard. It aims way over your head. Getting hit with that first one puts you on notice. <laughs> yeah. Um, crits are nasty in this game. Good thing to know for feedback. Um, okay. Yeah, because they happen a lot more often in this actions. game than they do in other things. Relnor! Character turns. Yep. Okay, so never mind. Um, what I was yeah. going to do. As, as important feedback, as dangerous as crits are, because they're doubling everything except for crit unique damage modifiers. Yep. They happen very frequently because you only have to beat their armor class by five. Yes, you're absolutely right. I thought it was beat it by 10. Hmm. You may be right. I may have misread that rule. I even even by 10 is more is a lot more frequent than just yeah, when you roll a natural 20. It's true, but yeah, no. A critical success is a degree of success that results from a check that results in 10 or more higher higher than a difficulty okay. class. That's good to know in the future. Same with critical it failure. It doesn't really matter for anything that's happened so far, but I yeah. messed it up. Well, because like ten or ten or more higher is difficult at level one, but yeah. Okay, so okay. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cast a spell. Okay. I'm going to use all three of my actions to cast magic missile, which is right. a modular attack that can do. I can use any number of actions to cast it, and it increases its damage each time. Uh, I believe that doesn't have an attack roll. Am I correct? Uh, you are correct. It just deals damage each each. Each um, each action shoots a missile, so All right. that's going to be. Okay, you can shoot one missile with magic missile now. Yeah, yeah. You, each, each action is a missile, and if you cast it at higher levels, each action shoots an additional missile. Okay. So three d four plus three damage. Exponential damage. Three. Sorry, <laughs> four. Uh, four, two, and three. So. Five, four, four so cube. 19, 19, sorry, nine, not 19, nine points of damage. I was going to say. Blam, blam, blam. Green I, giant. I, I wave my free, I got my, I'm holding my hooded lantern in my, in my left hand, so I wave my right hand, and as I do, three, uh, three bolts of purple energy just in an arc. You said that was nine total damage? Nine total damage, yes, and it's force damage. All right. Yes, force damage. That seems to have made a dent. Uh, Literally. So Gunford. All right. You, your turn. All right, you slimy piece of shit. Come here. Um, And I am gonna... Mack it with my Warhammer for my first action. Okay. Uh, 21. A 21 will hit. Okay. Um, 
and so that is nice that oh is... so interestingly this creature is apparently immune to critical hits okay good that to makes know. sense it doesn't have anatomy to critically hit yeah. so yeah so that is uh, uh eight bludgeoning damage It's also because its AC is five. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. Um, Generally speaking, things that don't have vital organs can't be critically hit. Well, I mean, I w- I will say before I knew its armor class was five, I was going to do this anyways. I'm hitting it again and again. Okay. <laughs> He's just a flurry of blows without being a monk. Out of curiosity. Keep in mind that it goes down to minus five and then minus ten, but... Correct. Your thing. As a curiosity GM, are things that are immune to critical hits immune to critical failures? I feel like they still critically fail. It's just that they don't take extra damage from a critical hit as opposed to a normal hit. The reason why I ask is because with my electric arc spell, if it critically fails the reflex save, it deals double damage. Worth being specified. In the moment, is we'll check it later, but I'm gonna say that critically failing something still matters to it. Wait, actually, for my second action, I should have done this on my first action, but it doesn't really matter, actually. I'm going to designate it as my hunt target. Mm-hmm. That means the multiple attack penalty is ba- my attacks are basically agile now. Okay. Uh, if I actually use an agile weapon, it's even lower. But my penalty is only minus four now. Sure. And would be minus eight on a third attack. Um, so. But you do lose the ability to make that third attack right now. Correct. Because it does take an action. So that is 10 minus 4 is 6, plus 2 is 8. Okay. And 8 succeeds. For 2 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, rolling a 1 on a d8 sucks. Out of curiosity, does any does Bitey get to do anything if you don't command Bitey? If I don't command him, no, I don't okay. believe so. There's no ongoing damage, but he is still covered in muck. Yeah, no, he is just standing behind me in that cat, looking miserable because he's wet. <laughs> yeah, basically. Just sort of in shock of being like covered in goop. Okay. That's gonna make it Gorgonash's turn, I believe. Yep. So Gorgonash with, with with torch in one hand just kind of slides over here. Would you like some help? And with my second action, I will enter the stance of the dragon. Uh, which as described in the stance is mostly kicks, so I will have no problem hitting this thing while holding a torch. Um, and then use Flurry of Blows to kick this thing twice. Stomp it out. Uh, so Dragon Tail Strike. That's a 16 on the die, which makes it 21. That'll hit. And so that will be... 13 points of bludgeoning damage. 
you continue smashing this thing. And second one. Yeah. It's an 18 on the die, so 23. No. What's the damage? Uh, which will be 11 points of bludgeoning damage. All right. Yes, 11 points of bludgeoning damage. So you Which counts as one hit. All right. So with your final hit, you kick through this thing. And Ridnell, before you get to do anything, you were a bit slow on the reaction. Um, <laughs> the ooze just slops off of, of um, Gorgonash's foot back in into a pile. There's some decomposing bones and just general grossness, a bit of what could have been food at one point. That's why I'm glad I wear boots. That's why I sla that's why I stab slimy water. Yep. Fair the enough. Suddenly goes, oh my god, the thing was attacking us. No, oh, wait. I pull out a journal and a quill and write something. <laughs> it's a journal entry that says attack slimy water. <laughs> oh, no. I really hope that comes back at some point. Do you um, like to test the other puddles? I can I can do that if you want to uh, patch yourself up real quick. Maybe you want to you know, like throw rocks in the puddles next time? Not the worst idea. This one has a bit of a brain. I pick up a rock and chuck it in the next puddle. <laughs> I go over and start drying off my drying off my tiger. Everything's a bit slimy, but you determine that there are no more sewer oozes that didn't decide to join the first fight for some reason. Okay. Always worth checking. Right. All right, kiddo, you're fine. Rimnell's going to start gathering up a whole bunch of little right. tiny small rocks, and yeah, he's, he's going to be tossing them. In between combat, it's reasonable to take two actions and just get the cat probably just does that shake thing that the way cats do it, where it's more of a shiver. Where it start, where it starts at the front and just kind of like yeah. waves yep. across the cat. Yeah. <laughs> I stepped thus out drenching, of the way. Thus drenching the page that Railnor is writing <laughs> on. <laughs> I have very good. Re I have decent reflexes. <laughs> It, it smudges the corner a bit. None of the writing is disturbed. Um, Gorgonash, after seeing the cat dry off, excellent. I I know many monks at the temple who claim their stance takes after such a beast. Let's get moving, shall we? Uh, does, do we want to have Gunford catch himself on? Just in ah, case. Yes. I am currently Probably in the process of reading how you potentially do that. Ribnell um, gives you a healing potion. Ribnell, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll hand you a healing potion if you oh, want. Oh, that's right. Did uh, I buy healing potions? I did not buy healing potions. Uh, if you would like one of these, this one will help you make feel a little better. And it's 1d6. Better living through alchemy. <laughs> um, if, if you'd like one. I if I have to make an arcana roll on this, I will. But 
Is a healing potion, but he won't ask, is a healing potion diluted to the point of being unusable if you mix it with alcohol? <laughs> I do not know. I don't think <laughs> that's in the SRD, but I'm going to say that you can make an arcana. Can I make an arcana check about that? Has it been yeah. expressed to you in any way? Oh, was that out loud or was that? No, no, oh, that is, that is, specifically would that was me that. asking. He would not, he would not ask this question. <laughs> He's a dwarf. You never as ask long questions about alcohol. As he definitively doesn't believe the answer, as long as he definitively isn't sure the answer is, Yes, it will make it unusable. He's going to do it. So, yeah. Um, when you I see did him roll, doing it, most likely, then you will be allowed to. I did roll a 13, which gives me a 14 total. I will say that is enough for a complete or non critical success. Okay. Um, from what you know, most al alchemical processes are delicately balanced. It is highly likely that that mixing in alcohol is both possible and requires a trained hand. Secondary question, You're if I down the potion and have... chase it with a shot. That does would that... be fine. Okay. You need to be a witcher to mix your healing yeah. potions with alcohol. He or downs the potion. Alchemist. It's 1d6. Or an it back, And as he's handing it back, the flask is up. Yeah. <laughs> it can oh. only it only works if it mixes that way in your stomach. <laughs> uh one you d6. It? All right. Uh I got two two hit points back. Yeah. Two hit so points. Possible relevance in the future that some of how healing works has been altered and to refer to the etra. Um, I don't think healing potions are healing, healing errata, healing errata. Did anything yeah. useful happen? Just the treating wounds abilities. Yeah. Um, I don't have any healers tools, so fortunately. That yeah. I couldn't just, afford them. I wanted to <laughs> highlight that in, because I know people were looking at recovering. Um, yep. Right, also, let's go. Yeah. Ah, treating wounds. You would all be aware that. Um... Ah, so yeah, it takes ten minutes to use a healer's kit um, to treat wounds, but you can do it on up to six injured living creatures, including yourself, if you so choose. Yep. I did not take and a healer. You head back into the dungeon. You're all sort of thinking about what you're going to need to do to get through this, um, given that was a kind of rough first encounter to some extent. Um, Mighty is taking up the rear at this point. Okay. Um, so through this area that you just came in through, it's a 10-minute trip back to the surface where you can rest and there shouldn't be any issues with going back up there. But you do have a seven-day time limit for ideal situations. Right. Um, that would be an appreciated time frame. It's not a hard limit. I mean, take 10 minutes and retreat if we ever need to. Get the Gunford, Gunford's hope is to get this done before breakfast. Well, we can at least poke around it. Reasonable, except for it's past lunch at this point. I, Tomorrow's breakfast. I, I'm, or, I'm talking about next breakfast. Yeah. It's um, 
Dunford yeah. can have that hope. <laughs> I just I I realized yeah. that that was information that was important, and you'd know at this time. Legit. Um. So you guys have one torch still out. Um. One doused from fire. I've got a my tiger lantern. taking up the rear. Anything else I need to know about? Um, I feel like we are about to have an orc and a, a half orc and a dwarf try to both squeeze through <laughs> an opening at the same time. I am standing behind the two larger, uh, the, the well, the one larger one and one shorter one, uh, with my lantern held up so they can see. I mean, the, ha the, the dwarf is significantly more burly than you, so they're both larger than you to some extent. Yes, but not, but the dwarf is not taller than me. And one torch or just one lantern? I'm gonna I have a my, torch, he has a lantern. I have a, I have a lantern too. I'm going to tie the lantern to the top of my staff. <laughs> I love that look. All right. Does it, does it swing and creak when you yeah. walk? Slightly, yeah. I really should turn on dynamic lighting, but I'm not going to because that Fine. would be a pain in the ass. So yeah, um, Gunford is walking forward and plans to, looks like he's clearly like, well, I'm leading this group for, yeah. through this. Mostly I'm just holding the lantern up over, like above <laughs> Gunford's head so that Gorgonash can see. So yeah, Gorgonash is, he, I mean, he's holding a torch so he can also still yeah. see, but uh, Gorgonash is like walking towards the entrance, obviously with like the, I have the light, so I guess I'll go in for, oh, sure. And then let the dwarf go by and then follow immediately after. I'm a scout and I can see in the dark. <laughs> and Rimnell is taking the, the rocks that he's collecting. He's just flicking them in front of him as he goes. Okay. So. Keep an eye out for which traps. Is not, which isn't going to help the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, know, we know of one. There may be more. Yeah. Do, do, do. Uh, at this point, I'll actually I'll probably just so that I have both hands free, I'll actually hide the uh, I'll hang my um, my lantern off my off a hook on my belt, so that's sort of like on the front of my belt, looking forward, and my hands are free. All right. So, yeah. Gunford is pushing through. He is keeping a little bit of an eye out. Okay. This guy sort of what he does. As you head um, further into this this area, I'm sorry. I Fuck you, Siri. What the hell? <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for Siri's voice. Clearly, I heard the beep, and I was like, "Siri's, yeah, Siri's about to so say something." So I, I have had Siri completely off on my iPad since I got it, but apparently, it decided that that's not fun, and, I, so, and Siri wants to play. Has Siri talked to Google yet? Oh God, yes. Shush. <laughs> and they go back in. <laughs> No, not quite that. It's just I will use the activation phrase for a Google device, and the activation phrase will for Siri will be interpreted by Siri. Yep. Just get Google, Siri, and Alexa all in one room. With Cortana. With Cortana. And that's how that's how Judgment Day happens. 
That would be if any of them had the ability to say anything more. I'm sorry, I didn't understand what you said. 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 Uh, all right, so yeah, I am... I believe the living room area is next, according to the map. Yes, that is what you have been told. I and say as... out loud to Gunford. Um, Gunford, <laughs> as you head into this next area... Um... Gunford's attempts at stealth are completely ruined by my torch. <laughs> Gunford's attempts at stealth are completely ruined by Gunford's attempts at stealth because he is at a minus one to his stealth rolls. Okay. Are you intentionally trying to stealth or just joking about stealth things? I mean, he will, yes, because as far as we know, this is a living room that carries certain connotations and not just sofas. I'm going to say roll for it. Um it's a living room. The, the room question itself is, is Gornash, are you following directly behind or are you giving the stealth scout some time to stealth? Or are you also stealthing with a lantern? With a torch. I am I'm going to be walking quietly with the to- with the lantern. I will yeah, I'll be I'll be stealthing insofar as I'm, I'm attempting to because there's an order to how you guys are laid out. If that's not accurate, you guys can move yourself. No, it is. Yeah, um, I, I will be stealthing insofar as I'm trying not to make too much noise, but I'm fully aware that it's hard to visually stealth while carrying a torch. Same. So are you following directly after, or are you giving the scout some room? Um, I think that depends on whether or not I can tell he's trying to sneak. He, I mean, he is moving It is obvious carefully. to you what your allies' intent are. Um, okay. Jeremy, what was the roll? Uh, it was a total of 14. Okay. okay. Then yeah, I, I will I will give him an amount of space. All right. You can hear so the violins going. I'm gonna grab your token because yep. that's just the easiest way to do it. Um and oh. you scoot up to about here. The rest of you stay back behind the bend to give him some not not light upset stealth potential. Um in the upper corner of this room, Gornash, you can Gunford. see four goblins. They None of them seem to have noticed you at this time. They're, they are all occupied in, in the top area of this room. Leaning against a column, there is the crudest stone representation of a hobgoblin that these goblins all seem to desperately be trying to get to stand up right and look good and and they seem to be arguing amongst themselves about making it making a good statue good statue loyal loyal demonstrate loyal i'll show dragus 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 um you hear this and can see it they don't seem to have spotted you so he looks back to where the party is um, to see hey, is 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 Gorganesh in a spot where he they can make eye contact. Probably he's like leaning okay. around the corner. Yeah. Probably. So he holds up four hand out at goblin height. Not. Um. They definitely have dark. L on forehead. 
and points up ahead. Now, are these things holes or pillars? Those are pillars, I believe. Pillars. What was, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and then at that point, Gunford is going to get behind the pillar and start sort of, uh, start sort of sneaking slowly up. All right. Um, what are the rest of you going to do? I will begin to follow. Okay. I will also follow. Um, yep. As those of you with light round the corner, the goblin in all turns seemingly abandoning their statue, having noticed this, the obvious this bright light, eight, they will all turn. The statue almost immediately falling as the one who was holding one of the legs together whips around to... I hate going back and forth to the bestiary. Note for next week. Question. Yep. If they're paying attention to where the light source is, can I get a surprise shot off? Hmm. Because I'm sort of around the other say I'll say that they're flat-footed to you at this point. Okay. Um, I am going to, and I'm assuming I can only take one shot before, so not a surprise. I, I, yeah, not clear on. So, so I am going to take a shot at this green motherfucker right here. Sure. And we're all going to be rolling initiative as that's happening, uh, because you are currently stealthing, um, Gunford. You're going to be using stealth for this roll. Okay. For the initiative. And, okay, and I got a. Uh, I got a 16 on my pre-initiative attack. Okay. Um, a 16 will probably hit, but I need to get to the... My initiative rolls have been pretty decent, so that's mine, good. Mine, this one wasn't. <laughs> good and bad. Future, I'm just going to print out all of the things so I don't have to head through the book all the time. Um... Um, I rolled a natural one on my initiative. <laughs> Makes it a... Oh, I don't need the DC-20 rare creature. I just need a fucking goblin. <laughs> oh, goblins! I, t I interpret that natural one as Gorgonash didn't actually pass back the information that there were goblins had. So just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I assume Bidey moved up with us. Uh, yes, Bidey yeah. is there. Awesome. Um... Um... Oh, that's great of them. They rolled a whole seven points. I should probably have left everyone on the initiative. Sorry. Um... So good. So you're going to love this. What did you roll? I did six damage, assuming I hit. Um, yeah, you hit. Okay. And for my initiative, 
I am going because my stealth is a negative one on zero. Hey, Wait, you don't have to change your turn. I go before you. Because <laughs> I rolled a net one. So did I. All right. Everyone add your initiatives to the turn tracker. <sighs> okay, we're both going after the goblins. <laughs> yep. This turn order is hilarious. There's a big gulf between the high <laughs> rolls and the low rolls. So, as these goblins have now noticed you, Gornash, it, for very fitting reasons, you are the most prepared to do another thing. I assume you hit the far one, by the way, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, this one I'm assuming is the only one I could probably have a shot at because of the pillars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, oh. cool. Uh, that makes perfect sense to me. I will enter the stance of the dragon, uh, and with my remaining... Uh, how much hit? You did five damage, you said? Six. Oh, sorry, that guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I you. That's good to know. I have no range attacks, so with my remaining I do. two actions, I will just get right up in their grills. Okay. Cool. Ridnell, you're next. Oh, boy. Um, I'm assuming I can sneak past Relnor. Yep. Um, I'm going to be able to get me to 5, 10, 15. I'll be able to get to there. And how far away is that? Uh, I don't know if you guys can yeah. hear it, but I apologize for the noise outside. I can't hear anything. Nope. Um, I'm. That's one action. I am going to take out one of the rocks that I'm holding, and I am going to cast a telekinetic projectile. And I'm going to aim at this guy right here, the so, first one. Out of curiosity, how many actions does telekinetic? Uh, that is two: uh, semantic and verbal. Cool. And so that is. I make a ranged attack. 11. An 11 will miss, unfortunately. Okay. And that's it for me. All right. <laughs> uh, like rock, hold the rock out of the... And it... Oh, sorry. I think that's it. Yep. Okay. That's there. Yeah, it is their turn now. Also, John, I'm really sorry that every time I see your character, I almost call you Noctis, and at some point it's going to happen. It's fine. Um, he has many Noctis-like qualities. So, including the fact that his artwork is Noctis. Including the fact that his artwork is Noctis. I, but I haven't even played the game. I feel like that that's why it's particularly bad. Um, 
Let's see. Um, they have a weird ability that's going to require me to think about geography. Woohoo! I think. I mean, that's certainly your interpretation. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's what he's going to do. They're not bright. So this one's going to m use... Uh, well, technically, it's a move action, but a, yeah, use a move action to move there, um, which allows this guy to take his reaction to scuttle here. Scuttle. Um, because goblins are able to scuttle on their reactions. Um. And then the two of them that are able to are going to make just normal short bow attacks at um, Gorgonash. Yep. Um, let's see. A 15 and a 19. Both of those will hit me, yes. Okay. I'd love to be level 2 and have the ability to deflect arrows. <laughs> yeah. That is one of the disappointing things about this adventure, is level 1 is kind of lame. You take... A total of six damage as two arrows jet into your shoulders. Okay. Um, that third one, having scuttled back, is now going to take an action to move. I deflect it was level four. Yeah. Key point is you can't do it now. 25 feet yeah. to there. Discover his dead friend. Um... And I'd be very surprised. Yeah. Just behind the down. behind behind the 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 pillar. Uh, 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 I almost called myself. I almost called my character Gunhair, Gunford. <laughs> just sort of. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's going to make it Relnor's turn because they're not great at being smart people. Gun hair. Gun hair. <laughs> but they are obsessively devoted. I'm going to use my stride act. Five, ten, Can I? There are pillars in between. Yeah, like, there. yeah. Can I? Can I peer around the corner and see them, or are they completely covered from? Um. So I'm going to base. I'm going to refer you to the page. Uh. Fuck. 
sorry, I totally had this page up because I was looking at it for the goblins. Um, there's, an, there's a visual aid, I'm looking for it. Sorry, I'm gonna refer you to page three, E13, which may be 312 in the PDF, um, which um, has information, wait, sorry, 314, which may be 312 in the PDF, um, which can show you what counts as a line of sight to what extent. Yep. Uh... I believe uh, you can see the one on the corner, but you'd be making that as a um, screen draw. Okay, that's fine. Um, because but I you see what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I see it. I yeah. see it. Okay. Yeah, so he has partial color. He's screened from me. Um, yeah. I'm going, I'm going to need the two, I'm going to need the two goblins uh, next to Gor uh, Gorgonash to make reflex saves. Alright. Um, as I uh, sort of lean out around the corner, uh, raise my right hand, uh, which summons a length of electricity to it, which I just lash out towards them. Yeah. I guess screening does only apply to attack rolls. I just want to check. Um, all right. Reflex saves. They're not great at that. Uh, if they, let me know if they roll a five or lower. <laughs> I will. Uh, well, a natural one is a five or lower, hey. and a natural 19 is a success. I swear, I need to... I'm, I am actively going to grab a different set of dice, because that well, purple die is rolling way too well. The one that rolled a natural one takes eight, point of eight points of lightning damage. Okay, he's dead. The one that rolled a natural a 19 takes two points of lightning damage. Alright, he is alive. Barely. Because I rolled a four and a five. Okay. Cool beans. <laughs> and then I... That makes it your turn. All right. Mighty! Mighty goes five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Does moving through someone count as ten feet of space movement? I don't think so, but I will check again later. 30, 35. And you can do two move actions in a turn, right? Yeah. Wonderful. I am so, so, so Bitey is using um, the, uh, hold on just a second. I need to, uh, I believe it is Pounce is what it's called. Which is. A charge attack? Basically, it allows you to move and strike as one action. Cool. Um, oh, damn it. Pounce is good. 286. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, cat pounce. You stride and then strike. If you were unseen, you remain unseen until after the attack. I don't think that he was unseen. At yeah, this you would have that's had fine. to take an action to hide. So he's exactly. able to get up there because that's his movement is 35. Mm -hmm. And then he is biting. Cool. 
because his name is Bitey. So of course he's biting. Roll me your bite attack. So that is uh, with a plus. Uh, do, 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 do. With a plus three, that is a 13. 13 will. Uh, are you hitting the AC or the tactical AC? I believe you're hitting the AC. AC, I, yeah, it's, okay. yeah, full yep. combined. 14 is a. Okay, so he missed. Um, and then for my set, my second action, I'm just moving there. Okay. Hey, Greeny. And I am firing a, firing a crossbow bolt at okay. this, at, at, at this asshole right here. Um, right. go for it. Which is a, uh, my bonus for my crossbow uh, plus three. Is a, that is a miss. That is a 12. All right. Yeah, sorry. Um, Let me glare is like, well, fuck you too. You're not sure whether he's talking about the crossbow bolt or the goblin. Por que no los dos? And that is my action. Okay. That's going to bring it back to Garganash. Yep. He was going to slip right in between these two goblins with his first action. Yep. And then is going to flurry of blows. Go so for it. First, the one that he's flanking with Bitey. So it's minus two to their AC. Mm-hmm. That's a 17 plus my That'll plus five, hit. 22. And it's a dragon strike, so it's a D10 damage. Plus... My strength of four, so that will be eleven points of bludgeoning damage to that one. It's dead. And then with my other foot, I basically do the jumping split kick to both of these. Okay. And then the other one, I roll a fourteen plus five is nineteen hit. That'll hit. Which will be eight points of bludgeoning damage. All right. You strike this last one through um, sort of fist to the face. Um, and at, as he starts to bleed out, he cries. He's something that you can't quite hear. Your hand reaching out towards the vague approximation of a hobgoblin and as though in desperate reverence. A smile kick separates his jaw. <laughs> yep. A bit of, of foam just trickles out of his mouth, greenish and slightly sickly looking. And I think that's actually where we're going to end for the night. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. As soon as I found my, my mouse, goodbye. <laughs>